Open up the mics. It's time for TRN Talk. Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of TRN Talk, where we jump on a podcast and talk about just whatever random topic is on our minds. And for this episode, I've gathered a couple friends to talk stickers. That's right, a podcast about stickers. Can you believe that? Uh, it's Jason here. If you've been listening to the Retro Network podcast or following TRN Social on Instagram, you've probably known my obsession with stickers. Uh, apparently, I'm not the only one, though, who collects them and also had them back in the day. I've got a, a couple people on the line with me. First is uh, a fellow Batman fanatic who you might have heard me interview last year when we initially kicked off the podcast. Ben Rawyer, how you doing? Good, Jason. How you doing? I'm doing okay. We're hanging in there, uh, keeping people uh, minds occupied, I guess, for the time being with some <laughs> uh, podcasts and all kinds of stuff. Ben, you can find him over at batfan.com. A fun little blog there about everything, uh, of course, Cape Crusader and batfan.com with the dot spelled out on social media. He's also got a fun tea public store I've been to uh, a couple times with uh, some original designs. So uh, anything uh, kind of in this meantime that you've been able to do or th- this is kind of a an, another week for you working at home full time, right? <laughs> Yeah, I've I've got some stuff on the back burner. It's uh, things have been a little nuts lately. So, yeah. Well, uh, we're uh, glad you're here. Also on the line with me, fellow kindred spirit of the '80s, who's been uh, blogging about stickers for a lot longer than I have, <laughs> Sean Robert over at BrandonInTheEighties.com. How are you, Sean? I'm doing great. Very glad to be here. You can find uh, Sean on social media, Sean Robert, and also uh, I think you're Smurfwreck right over on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Some uh, great stuff over on the blog uh, recently. You're definitely taking advantage of some downtime, I can tell. Yeah, this quarantine has been the greatest thing for my productivity in terms of (laughs) blogs and podcasts and stuff like that. Things that I've been meaning to get to for years. I'm finally getting out of my system. It's been great. I've been uh, following along several blog posts, a couple podcasts. It's been great. So uh, one good thing out of this whole quarantine (laughs) that we get is uh, maybe some extra time and uh, it's been great, but uh, before we uh, get on with the show, I wanted to mention that uh, if any of you are sticker collectors looking to print your own, I've got a recommendation that I've been using or have used in the past, and I'll, I'll pass along a uh, link in the show notes to get you a $10 store credit, but we'll save that for a little later in the show as we uh, get rolling here, but uh, I just I wanted to throw a question out to both of you. Uh, do you remember a specific time when you were collecting stickers as a kid, Ben? Yeah, I mean, you know, mom used to pick us up sticker sheets every once in a while, me and my brothers. And, you know, as for some reason, at an early age, I, I decided that, you know, I didn't like not having stickers. I would I would get them, I would stick them on something, and then it would, like, I, I wouldn't have them anymore. The, the thing would get thrown away, or it would, you know, I liked, I liked having the stickers with me all the time. So I just decided to start saving them from a very early age, and, cool. you know, I still have all of them. That's neat, that's neat. What about you, Sean? You remember a specific time that you kind of I got mean, into stickers as a kid? Or I, it- honestly, I can't remember a time when I wasn't into stickers. I mean, even if it was just like when I was like really little, I, you know, my mom would take me to the grocery store and I'd be picking off the produce stickers and the stickers <laughs> that they put on packages of meat and stuff like that. Like if it if it looked like a sticker, like I was I was pocketing that. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think my first collection was like Chiquita banana stickers and like. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, like different cuts of meat. Like every once in a while, the uh, the meat guy would be putting stuff away, and there'd be like these rolls of stickers that he'd be using, and I would just kind of like <laughs> grab a bunch. Yep. Yeah. But um, I mean that. I mean that. You know, that grew into plenty of other things like sticker sheets and scratch and sniff stickers from school and stuff like that. But mm. um, again, I honestly I can't remember a time when when I wasn't you know into some kind of sticker collecting. <laughs> Yeah, I remember doing that with the Chiquita banana stickers and you know, God bless Walmart. They're keeping that tradition alive with the little smiley face stickers, you know, when you walk in the door and the kids can grab one of those. Yeah. Uh, I still think that's Trader fun. Joe's. Oh man. Yeah. As an adult, Trader Joe's visits are like all about those free stickers. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got a specific date that I can say I started a collection on April 22nd, 1984. And the only reason I know that is I still have my uh, sticker album uh, from my childhood and wrote it in there. But uh, yeah, I was kind of the same way. It was just, uh, you cannot have a, a plain folder, a backpack, whatever. You know, it, there's always have to be, you have, you've got to personalize it. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the big thing with me. I, I want this to, uh, I want to make this my own. And the the cool stickers were the ones that had your name on it. That said, you know, like I've got a few in my sticker book that's got my name on it. One right on the front says, "Hands off, this belongs to Jason." You know, and <laughs> that I thought that was uh, funny that I had that on there. That I just wanted to personalize it. That's that's what the stickers is all about, making them. Uh, custom but um so you guys still have some of your do you have like a sticker album or anything left over from your childhood uh either one of you ben you said you still have all of your stickers yeah i mean i i never i never stuck them in an album i just kept them in a shoebox and i always just had them so they're all oh, on wow. original sheets yeah wow that's amazing <laughs> yeah I, I don't have anything original from when i was a kid and trust me i am heartbroken about it this is this is kind of like the name of the game for my entire website and a lot of my 80s nostalgia is so much of this stuff got thrown away or given away or whatever. And I never had the presence of mind as a kid to like think about, hey, I might want this later on down the road. So I, I very little from my childhood do I retain and no stickers. I would kill <laughs> to have my old sticker collection. <laughs> now, I saw that you uh, <laughs> you actually bought somebody's old sticker album, Sean, on was it on eBay or something? I, I was trying to. So yeah. this is this is something like you said. I I've, I've been blogging about stickers for like 14 years. It's kind of crazy, but I I've purchased a couple like vintage collections here and there. But I have very bad luck because most of the times when these are up on eBay, you don't get to see really what's in the book. Sometimes people are good about scanning them, but most people are lazy and they just like show you a picture or two. And so you're kind of buying them on faith, hoping that there's good mm-hmm. stuff inside. And every single time I've done it, it's been books full of like off-brand knockoff puffy stickers that are just horrible just like you know ukla the mock but he's blue or something like that it's all just weird (laughs) stickers so like i'm always on the lookout for like a really nice vintage collection something that i can show off and and write about because i love seeing the mix of what you know different kids had and what they put together and just recently i don't know if it was an estate sale or if somebody's, you know, just cleaned out their attic and got rid of an old collection, but there was this one person in particular who let go of like eleven or twelve sticker books, and then like there must have been a, an entire box full of unused sticker sheets as well. But <laughs> wow. this sticker collection was magnificent. I have never in my life seen anything like this. It's 
it was I I I wrote a post about this up on my website, but the length and breadth of what was included in these eleven sticker books is just phenomenal. It's mind blowing. It's like I've like for instance, um, a good example would be uh, a really popular sticker brand in the eighties was Trend, and they were huge into the scratch and sniff sticker market. And they're probably like the most quintessential scratch and sniff sticker. If you've seen any of the trend stickers, you'll probably immediately recognize Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. There was like 104 different scents. And when you stop and think about like how you usually got those, like sometimes you'd get, you know, sheets here or there from like Hallmark or a school supply store, but usually you got them on like your homework or something like that. Right. So it's like you keep them and collect them, but like maybe you'd have a collection of 20, you know, at max there was like, five different sticker albums that had like complete sets of trend stickers which sell these days for like five hundred dollars it's ridiculous wow and it's just all just like stuck in there and it's like entire series of like 72 gordy scratch and stiff stickers and i don't know it it was an amazing collection it, it touched on like every possible sticker type that you could imagine and i kept trying to bid on them and i kept getting outbid and i was putting some ridiculously high bids in like even for me <laughs> it's a a pretty crazy collector like i was putting in like 250 dollars bids thinking i'm just i'm just gonna make content off of this for years and i was getting outbid within minutes every single time these this collection sold for like 1500 dollars total wow and wow it just just makes me wonder it's like i'm i'm super into stickers like who's the person that's into these that much more than (laughs) it's way more yeah i'm almost let me let me end the mystery it wasn't me Okay. <laughs> it wasn't me either. Gotcha. Shoot. No, I'm like I'm like talking people down at Retrocon. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm typically one of those guys that's pretty cheap when it comes to the stuff that I buy to, to blog about because you know it's you gotta be frugal about this, but wow. So it was an amazing collection and yeah, I I would love to get my hands on something like that. That's uh wow. I I, I can't imagine spending $250 let alone 1500 on uh stickers but i know what you're saying if they're it sounds like ben is sitting on a gold mine if he's still got them in the sheet (laughs) still got them on the memory detached but just just remember that you can maybe put a kid through a a semester at college with those yeah no my retirement yeah (laughs) so uh i i know sean you were uh big and have been blogging about the Scratch and sniff stickers. Uh, ben, was there like a particular kind of sticker you went for back in the day, or was it just uh, based on maybe a character? Or how did you kind of pick and choose? You know, it was anything I could get my hands on, really. But I have some of my old, uh, they're Mellow Smellow stickers, um, which were like the, the scratch and sniff stickers. I used to get a lot of the uh, like the lenticular stickers from like uh, Kid Cuisine meals. Nice. <laughs> those, those two. And, uh, but yeah, it's, you know, it was really anything I get my hands on. My uncle's owned an auto shop, so they used to save like car stickers for me. And it was, uh, yeah. Yeah. See, we, um, I I was kind of like that, but you know, back in the day, cereal boxes would put uh, stickers in there. I've got some that are, I know from a cereal box, like Mr. T, the the cartoon and, uh, some of the Masters of the Universe ones, I believe, were in cereal boxes, the the puffy ones. But, I mean, it, yeah, they were just anywhere you could put that in with, uh, I think, even like uh, toys and action figures and stuff. Some had stickers in there. So mm-hmm. it seemed like 
in the eighties at least, or even, you know, later eighties and early nineties was the time when stickers were everywhere. And even just in the last, I don't know, five or six years, I remember getting, uh, somebody gave me a bunch of Cracker Jack boxes, just here, y'all take them and give them to the kids. The kids didn't like it. So I ended up eating them at work and I'm pulling out, uh, stickers that were baseball logos i'm like oh this is cool you know and i start sticking them around i'm trying to collect you know a a whole division or something um but i mean it's just weird that uh how stickers can be like that and it just seems like it's universally appealing and you can find them in gosh you know frozen food to whatever yeah no it's crazy it's crazy the magic of just a piece of paper with a picture on it and some glue on the back is like, it's ridiculously magical, especially to a kid. And I don't know if it's just that freedom of like being able to put it somewhere, like you said, to customize something or like, you know, I, I used to put a bunch on the side of my dresser uh-huh. uh, next to my bed just so I could see those before I went to bed every night. And, but you know, that was definitely made it my <laughs> set of dressers. And, but there's just something like intangibly magical about it. It's, I, I haven't met, many people that are just like eh, stickers what usually someone's like even now as an adult like it's you know like when you vote right you get the i voted sticker and it's like people are pretty proud of getting that sticker and yes it's about the voting but it's kind of also about the sticker you know <laughs> yeah just so you can slap it on your chest for that day and yeah yeah i'm telling you it's like the ultimate reward mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah i mean just kind of going through the the book that i have I was kind of all over the place and I, I liked trying to get, see like this book is themed. So there's a, you know, two page spread of animals, uh, holidays, scratch and sniff. And you could kind of, you know, follow along with the rules here, but then there's some pages where I'm just whatever and wherever I want to put it. And, uh, I mean, it just seemed like so much of a variety back in the day. At least I'm, I'm not in, uh, well, there, our Hallmark closed down here, but I'm not in Walmart. Kind of going through the stickers and seeing the variety that we had back in the day, just the the puffy and the googly eyes and the foil stickers and, like you're saying, the lenticular and those awesome hologram laser blazers. And, I mean, they, they just made a – there was like a whole different market, it seemed like, it seemed like yeah. back in the day. And then when they started putting them in, like, trading cards, of course, Garbage Bell Kids – are probably the biggest, you know, like sticker cards that uh, that people would remember from back in the day. But they started putting them in with baseball cards and with other, you know, trading card sets that I was like, oh gosh. And I'm opening packs now, like, uh, you know, uh, Mickey's been doing opening the wax packs on YouTube. And I started opening the same ones over on Instagram. And I opened a pack of like uh, American Gladiators. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's a sticker in here. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I've just been uh, going crazy over trading card stickers too. So you had several different ways to touch stickers back in the day. Yeah, they were definitely everywhere. And like you said, like you'd get packages of candy. Like Bonkers were notorious for having like stickers inside of the packages. There was a whole series of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stickers and stuff you could collect. Mm. Um, and you brought up like, you know, like action figures and stuff like that. I know there was a like a two year span, I think, where like every G.I. Joe figure came with stickers, you know, in in the packs. And um, yeah, it was it, it's like when you think about it, it's like one of the easiest, cheapest marketing ploys that you can do uh, to get something across. But it's also fun. You know, again, it's so simple and so cheap, but 
it, it's like the perfect advertising. Yeah, it really is. The uh, my parents bought Ninja Turtle fruit pies once, <laughs> and I I still have that sticker. Oh man, nice. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's that, like you said, it's the perfect advertising medium. That's what we need to get into. What are some like uh, favorite stickers that we have, or like our uh, I don't know if you'd uh, show your collection to somebody. I've got to show him this one. I mean, for me, it's well, Sean, you've got me beat on the scratch and sniffs, but it's amazing they still freaking smell. You know, <laughs> I can't believe it, it after 35 years that uh, I can still smell this uh, fried chicken and mm-hmm. the uh, cut grass, the pizza. That uh, I love smelling the band aid for some reason. Yeah, and that's then, uh, such a weird one, but it's like, yeah, it's relatable. Yeah. And then uh, I grew up in uh, central Pennsylvania, relatively close to Hershey. I've got some scratch and sniff stickers that were uh, I've, I've got there at Hershey Park that are obviously chocolate smelling. So, yeah, but I mean, just the what you were talking about, Sean, putting stickers on your dresser. One of my earliest memories, and I, I, I don't know how uh, or where I got them from. I got my hands on some James Bond cards, the Moonraker cards from like mm-hmm. 1979, and those came with a sticker in each pack. And I remember having a Moonraker sticker on my dresser for the longest time as a young kid, and some other ones on there too, and just random stuff. But yeah, and then like when glow in the dark stickers came along, well, those were on my wall, you know, near my bed, so I could like get a flashlight and light them up before I, you know, or even the light from the room when you shut it off, they would mm-hmm. glow in the dark. So yeah, those were, uh, those were on my mind too, but I've got, uh, I've got that whole set of Moonraker cards just for that fact that I had that sticker on my dresser as a kid. What are some other ones that you guys have that, Oh yeah, this would be uh, one I want to show off to everybody. Well, I mean, as a kid, um, one of the the sets of stickers that I just absolutely adored and for the longest time, like every time I would bring it up and show people like they didn't even know what I was talking about was it was a set of cards called Zero Heroes. Mm-hmm. And they were just sticker cards like there was no regular trading cards that came with them. So they were kind of like garbage bill kids. But they were a bunch of like superhero parodies or like a team parodies and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, all of them were um, illustrated by the same artist. Um, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but. They were just there was something about them, like the whole Mad Magazine aspect or something that I just I loved those stickers. And I had those on my dresser and I had those in my uh, sticker collection. And um, so as a kid, I remember that was like one of my favorite ones, just because, you know, I never had the whole thing, the whole set or whatever. And I just always wanted more. And I was always hoping I was going to get more (laughs) as an adult. I mean, I have a ton and I've bought a ton of stickers over the years, but I think hands down the, the ones that really speak to me are some of the ones that are a little bit more rare. So, like, um, you brought up foil stickers before, vending machine stickers, um, especially from, like, the late 80s. There's a whole series of um, horror movie-themed vending machine stickers. And these are all bootlegs. Like, these weren't officially made or licensed or anything like that. There's this um, sticker company called Selectra, I think, or Spectra. And they would sell these to, like, you know, Pizza Huts or gas stations or whatever. And you'd fill your machine. with You'd get these, like, big sleeves of, you know, foil stickers they could vend out. Mm-hmm. And the horror stickers are amazing. They're just the movies that they picked, the images that they picked, the whole like um, prismatic foil look to the the stickers and everything. They're amazing. I only had a couple as a kid, but they were one of the first things that I sought out when I started collecting stickers to talk about on the blog. And 
they are super rare because it's something that uh, you know most people either didn't buy and the machines got emptied and they just threw them away and there's been like these small collections that would have popped up over time and just one by one over the years i've been able to to buy one here and there and then i would end up like selling them because they're they kind of sell for ridiculous prices like 50 or 60 dollars a sticker holy crap so, yeah right so I, I got some cheap ones and then i would just turn those into other stickers and i i just kept like seeking out the next one you know and eventually i put together a, at least a digital collection because i would scan them and archive them of the majority of those stickers and that that's a set that i absolutely love but they're really hard to find and when they do pop up again I, i've seen a set of like eight of them sell for like you know six hundred dollars oh my gosh it's crazy yeah you never thought back in the day that, oh, <laughs> that no. you're making yeah. an investment like that because uh, i remember our kmart had one just in like the foyer area as you're walking in and they had the the machine with the chicken that laid the egg, you know, and <laughs> you could get the stuff out of the eggs. And I picked one up, put it in my, my sticker album. It's right on the front cover. And it's the only one that I have like that. But just even seeing some that were on your blog over the years. Wow. Yeah. It's, and it's crazy that they're just bootlegs too. They're not like officially licensed or they've tried to, you know, maybe bring them back in some way. Yeah. So there are, there are cool. some people that are being a little bit like for the longest time um, you're going to bring up a company uh, as, as you know, a, a recommendation for a printer. Um, I, I've been using a company called sticker app for the longest time. They wouldn't print on like prismatic material, but then they started <laughs> doing it about three years ago, kind of quietly. And I've noticed that there's a lot of people that try to bootleg the bootlegs and they'll put up like oh, wow. stickers that never existed in the original set, put them up on eBay and sell them for like 75 bucks a piece. And it's it's kind of heartbreaking because I see them selling and it's just, people don't know. And it's weird again, because this is such a niche hobby. It's such a you know, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people that dig stickers, but I don't know how many people that like actively collect, you know, like a Transformers collector or a, you know, Batman collector or something like that. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I always feel bad when I see people getting taken on eBay with stuff. that's <laughs> like, man, that that's like a 30 cent sticker <laughs> <laughs> there. I don't know if you can see, I'm, I'm trying to screen share the front of my mm. sticker album. There's that foil sticker there. Can y'all see that? Oh, wow. Yeah, that one's wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't even know what it is. If it's like, you know, it's some kind of cyborg, but it's not Terminator. It's not, you know, it's, it's a mashup of, several different things and i just love the thing and i love that i just put it right on the front cover you know <laughs> yeah it's amazing well, it's, it's one of those really big ones too it's it is yeah it's a showpiece yeah it there is. you go and i think i don't i'm trying to remember how much they were back in the day i thought they were like 50 cents or something which was a big deal mm -hmm. but yeah that's like the only one that i have uh so i can <laughs> i can understand how uh maybe some people are you know, over the moon for those things. Cause, uh, yeah, they, I, I will see them now and again too, Sean, like they're just not the same, but that you still get those, uh, vending machine stickers in, mm -hmm. in several stores, but I've never, never really gravitated towards those. Yeah. So and, many of the things that they sell these days are like, they're brands that just don't speak to me like Pokemon or, you know, right. brats or something like that. Yeah. And that was part of it too. Just the, the art was unique typically to anything else, even if you're looking at, well, and I mean, some of them the, were just blatantly pulled from like episodes of TV shows or action figure card art or something. But I, I don't know. I felt like some of them too was unique to 
the property, like the, uh, do you have any of the uh, Donkey Kong stickers from the trading cards back in the day? That art just, I don't know, it speaks to me like, oh yeah, this is like early 80s. And I don't remember seeing that art really anywhere else, but on the stickers. Um, that, that was one of the cool things about like Nintendo and video game stickers is a lot of times they either they had brand new art or they pulled from like game manuals and stuff. And it's it's imagery that you didn't typically see very often. It wasn't like the front of the cover or, right, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah, it was it was definitely rare art. Ben, what do you got in your stash there that we might be drilling over? <laughs> well, I mean, one of the earliest ones is I have a sheet of the uh, Imperial uh puffy Nintendo stickers um, that uh-huh. I saved from 88 and those and it's still in the package and everything. And I, it, again, I so glad I had the wherewithal to, to save those all these years. Uh-huh. But, uh, and then a, a little later on the, the kid cuisine lenticular stickers, those are really, really neat. And that, you know, kind of rare. You don't, you don't really see those anywhere. Uh-huh. All kinds of, you know, fake sayings like you know laserific and ultra chill and stuff like that (laughs) Uh, but then as an adult i got notified it's uh someone tipped me off to this this guy was in greece was selling these batman stickers and they're from the 1989 movie they released a set exclusively in greece and it was it's kind of like the batman 89 uh, trading card set um Mm. but i guess this sticker set, it came in packs and there was 175 stickers in the set mm-hmm. and they're, it's pretty hard to complete the collection. It's, I, they included a lot of duplicates and stuff. So, but it's, so I, I contacted this guy and I, I ended up buying like 10 packs of them, but it's, it's, it's pretty neat. Something you don't, you don't see every day. And it's, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I like that one. Those are definitely really cool too, especially when you can find stuff like as an adult, that's it's hitting your groove, but it's from another country, you know, somewhere that, you know, you just never had access to that stuff. You've never seen it before ever. So it, it really like, it's like, it's like finding new stuff from, you know, from your childhood that you, you know, never mm-hmm. even know existed. It's so cool. I feel that way about um, Panini sticker sets. So like the, um, the Panini collector's album sets where you'd get like a Transformers collector's album and then you'd oh, buy these yes. little packs of 25 cent stickers or there'd be like six or seven stickers and you'd, you'd stick them. They'd, they'd be all like, um, Throughout the book, they would be like set up so you could basically tell a story or something. And, you know, the whole point was trying to finish out the story or flesh out the story with the imagery by getting the stickers. And that's that's huge in Europe. Um, they did it a little bit here and they've they've actually kind of made a, a comeback in a lot of the dollar stores, weirdly, these days. But um, but it, in uh-huh. Europe, it's huge. It's um, just again, it's it's like there's entire hobbies dedicated to just panini sticker collecting and trading. Every time I like go out and will search or Google Panini, I get like images of soccer players just all mm-hmm. the time, and it's just huge. They've got uh, years and years of uh, this is soccer or mm-hmm. football or whatever you want to call it over there, and and all the uh, the Premier League and all that. So when I'm doing, I'm trying to dive into some of those. I'm like, oh, I could have sort through all this stuff, but yeah, I, I think you're right that it was huge over there, but. Man, when those hit, I've got a picture in in 1985, I think it was for 85 for Christmas, I got a camera, and I took a picture of my dad holding a Masters of the Universe Panini sticker album that I got for Christmas, <laughs> and I just loved the picture, but 
I was huge and I had uh, Masters of the Universe. I still have my Voltron that never completed in sports, too. I mean, around the 88, 89, 90 era, I've got albums. There's only one that's complete that was, I think, actually came with a complete set of stickers when you bought the book, which is kind of cheating. But I, I've got several albums still saved from that time, baseball, football, basketball, of those uh, Panini albums. And I <laughs> I splurge a little bit more than I usually pay for something like this. But I found a, uh, a G.I. Joe album from Diamond mm. uh, Publishing that was from 87. And that one has the like red screen and you can look through it. It's like, uh, I forget what they call it. Yeah. Like magic lens or something. I can't remember what they call it, but, uh, you know, that's scattered throughout the whole book. So even the, the, and there's stickers that you can look through that red lens and like the, uh, the file cards for all the Joes are under that, that red, (laughs) that red print. And you have to hold that lens over it to see, the actual, you know, information on the, on the file card. But, uh, I, yeah, I went out and bought one, uh, a, uh, a new sticker album on eBay. And then I found a store over on Etsy that had like 40 packs <laughs> and I went for it, man. Nice. So now here I am. I, every once in a while I'll open a pack. I've been opening some on Instagram too, of, uh, those GI Joe stickers and trying to complete that album here, whatever, 30 <laughs> some odd years later. Uh, I just love Panini and, and that just that collecting as well was, was part of it too. You know, like I was saying before, there's part of it that was custom about it, but then when you got into trading cards and all that, and you're trying to complete the set or, or, or do something like that, when those came along, that was like, oh yeah, now I got like a goal, you know, <laughs> to, to, uh, to do those Panini albums. Did y'all have the Panini albums back in the day too, Ben? You know, I didn't have any of the albums. It wouldn't have made much sense because I don't stick my stickers anyway. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, I have, I have a few of the stickers I've accumulated. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, I had like um, the Transformers the movie one uh, was the the big one that I had. But then Tops came out with a couple of them. Like you said, like in the baseball, they tried to get into that market. In like eighty eight, eighty nine, they put out albums and sticker packs. And I had just gotten out of like collecting the eighty seven Tops set, and so that was my kind of weaning myself. <laughs> off of the baseball thing i just recently actually picked up uh it was like a again it was kind of blind in an auction there was a bunch of coloring books and in the middle of it was a transformers 1986 panini album and i was like huh i wonder if that has stickers in it <laughs> so the auction was cheap enough that i just went ahead and took a chance and it was 95 percent complete so oh wow i've been yeah i've been like uh working with a guy on ebay who he doesn't really sell stickers through ebay which is weird but he'll trade so he uses ebay as a way to like advertise and then you have to hit him up and he'll let you know you know which stickers he has and which ones he needs (laughs) so i've been trying to complete the set i I might need that guy uh once i get down to the nitty-gritty on that gi joe album (laughs) totally somebody like that uh kind of hard to trade with somebody all these years later but it was weird like uh last week when we did the teenage mutant ninja turtles uh 30th anniversary drive-in podcast and i'm looking up some stuff uh deleted scenes and you know kind of digging a little bit in there and found that one of the deleted scenes is actually in the sticker book oh nice (laughs) like after (laughs) uh 
when uh, Casey Jones is, is kind of chasing Raph and he goes across the taxi, there mm-hmm. was supposed to be this whole scene with them, like a showdown in an alleyway that we didn't get in the movie. And in the, in the sticker book, there's actually a little dialogue and uh, a, a couple of stickers that were in the alley uh, of them kind of showing down. So I, I thought that was the coolest thing that, you know, most of them were, were just like that. Like the G.I. Joe one, it's basically uh, stickers based on two episodes. So it's almost like animation cells that you're sticking in there, which is pretty cool. But mm-hmm. the fact that you're, you get some other... <laughs> Some stuff like that, I, I was like, wow. I, I wouldn't have imagined you could get kind of behind the scenes or, uh, or deleted content, scene yeah. Yeah, in a sticker book. That was pretty pretty wild. And this is a little off topic, but that, that's the way I feel about the Batman 89 card set, the Tops card set. Mm-hmm. That there's some of the deleted scenes have cards. And for the longest time, I couldn't convince my friends that those, those were actual scenes. I saw them in the theater. <laughs> they didn't get put on the video. But they they exist, and I had the card at least. <laughs> yeah, this is my proof. Yeah, and actually, now that you bring that up, uh, the Tops Goonies set has the octopus <laughs> from the octopus deletes it. There's a there's oh, an octopus really? sticker. Yeah, cool. So. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look hmm. into that now. That's awesome. There was one that uh, I wanted to mention too that I just have not seen since back in the day. And that's those kind of stickers that had almost like oil inside or something. And you would kind of press on it and it would change color. It wasn't like a heat sensitive, but it, there was actually like liquid inside. Uh, did you have any of those back in the day? I never had any. Um, I've, I've gotten some in some of the collections uh, that I've purchased on eBay. But yeah, I think, I think they were called oilies, or at least that was one of the brands. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, those those are so weird, and they're they're so weird because they're they're very like plain. They're basically like a silhouette of a thing, like a cat or a porpoise or something like that. Yeah. And like yeah, like you said, you, you kind of move your finger around, and it, it it kind of moves around. It's weird. Mine is a seahorse. <laughs> <laughs> some of the weirder stickers are also some of the ones that that I love that I've come across over the years in collecting. I think the weirdest sets that I've found are. Like around 84, 85, there was a whole bunch of series that had these um, sets by the... I can't remember the name of the company, but they they were called Color Me Stickers. And it was basically like a sheet of stickers. They were puffy, but they were also like covered felt. So they were kind of like flocked. And they were black and white. And um, they came with like a a pencil that had one of those pick-a-point things where it had different Uh colors of crayons stuck throughout the, the pencil. And you could like color the stickers, and they were all scented too, which was really weird. They're all like all, all there. <laughs> wow. I have an I have an A team set, and <laughs> I don't know if this is racist or not, but the like the, they smell like chocolate. Oh god, weird. So when you're coloring BA, he smells like chocolate, but <laughs> it's so <laughs> random and weird. But I love it. It's just, I don't know. Well, it sounds like the company was like, uh, I don't know what kind of stickers we should make. Let's just do everything. You know, we'll exactly. just incorporate everything into a sticker. Kids love the Let's color. color <laughs> it'll smell, and yeah, it's puffy, and we'll They're put a couple googly eyes on Murdoch. You can pet them. It's, you know, it's all <laughs> yeah, good. right. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I've got a few of those that have that kind of fuzzy or uh, felt feeling to them. That were, I think, teddy bears or something. Yeah, and then some of these, too. Like, uh, I've got, for some reason, I've got some Cabbage Patch Kids stickers that smell like popcorn. 
So they incorporated a couple different things there. Uh, <laughs> some of these, I even did, went to the point where being in the mailing business, there's some uh, ways to get people to donate money. And a lot of it is what we call freemiums on the front end, where you send them something and then ask them to donate some money. So, you know, like back in the day, all of these like March of Dimes and American Lung Association, they always sent you those like return address stickers or some were just kind of just plain stickers. They weren't uh, necessarily personalized to you. And I've got some of those in my book like around Christmas time that were just scenes of Santa and Christmas trees and, and different things. And they had the, uh, the, the name of the organization, like American lung association. Uh, and I think the year, but I, I don't know. I went to, I went that far as to <laughs> when mom and dad got those in the mail. Yeah. Give them to me, man. Uh, I, yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I used to, I don't know if this is going to hit a, nerve with you guys or if you remember this but um in the early 80s uh, my mom would go to the grocery store and when you're checking out you get these things called snm green stamps green stamps yep yeah and you'd have these little books and you'd save up the books of the green stamps and then you could go to a store and like turn them in for like a sewing machine or something um so i, I used to beg my mom for the snm green stamps because it's like it's like a sticker it's close enough and i i know if i could find my original book which is impossible i know there'd be some in there <laughs> the green stamps yeah i probably had some of those stuck somewhere back in the day too <laughs> that's funny it's just an obsession i don't know i don't know what it is but all right it, it well uh, like cigar wrappers so true anything can be a collection absolutely well uh sean you mentioned what, where did you uh say you've had some stickers printed before oh uh, a company called sticker app uh-huh. Um, I like it because it's very intuitive, at least the, the interface on the website. You know, you really just kind of drag and drop a piece of art and can customize it within like five minutes. And they they print on a number of different things. I think a lot of the companies do that these days, but you can get like prismatic foil stickers or just straight up vinyl stickers. And I, I've had I've had good experiences with them. OK, Ben, is there a place that you've tried to do stickers with before? Well, the company that I have my T-shirt designs through, T Public, uh, they offer stickers as well, um, and they've, they've, oh. they've sent me some for free before, and it's, it's been pretty good. But I've ordered from Sticker, uh, not Sticker App, for uh, Sticker Mule, mm-hmm. and uh, that uh, was pretty good. Um, I ordered some of my Batfan designs through there, and uh, yeah, they were pretty good stickers. Yeah, that's who I was going to mention. Uh, I just ordered some recently for our Retro Network logo. And uh, they usually have some deals that they'll throw out there. Uh, I saw one recently came with a bottle of hot sauce. Uh, <laughs> but this was really cool. Like uh, a few weeks ago, or I guess maybe a month ago or so, uh, I, I placed my order. And this was right after the whole Kobe Bryant tragedy. And they sent me a sticker that's just a, a all yellow with a square cutout with the, his number 24. And it just says legend on it. I was like, how cool is that? You know, that's the like uh, little bonus extra that just impresses me to death when you're mm-hmm. doing something like this. And, you know, giving you a few more than you ordered is, is one thing. But throwing in the, the little freebies, uh, they sent me some with their uh, mascot and, and logo and, and stuff like that, too. So, yeah, Sticker Mule has been uh, been a company that I've been like, yeah, these guys are 
they're going above and beyond what you're you're just ordering. So uh, you can. What I'm going to do in the in the show notes is uh, put a link up there, and you can get over there if you create an account. You'll get uh, ten bucks in your account, and uh, I'll get ten bucks, so we can kind of keep the sticker thing going that we like. So uh, <laughs> you could check that out, and uh, we'll put a, a link up to Sticker App too. I might have to try them as well, Sean. It sounds like it's a a little more customized instead of just sending in your art and hey here's a proof you can kind of do different things with it yeah so but yeah so that's uh that's pretty much uh all i was bringing to the table unless y'all have anything else you want to throw out there as far as uh, sticker collecting goes no i mean i could just sit here and talk about all the different kinds of stickers all night i mean you brought up laser blazers oh man i love i love <laughs> laser blazers there's I, only like 11 sets or 12 sets total that they came out with in the 80s but oh my god they're so beautiful See now, I had, I had the Masters of the Universe set or one of the sets. I think some of them had two different ones, but uh, I found a set of eighteen ones at RetroCon this year. I don't know how much I paid for them. It wasn't too overly exorbitant, but I just had to have it. And you know, to Ben's uh, the way he collects, I, I'm not ever going to stick these. <laughs> just Half because of, there's yeah. that awesome you've got the awesome artwork behind it the the card that it's on it's got a a, a picture of mr t on here but that's all part of the aura Half, about yeah. having Half laser blazers is, yeah. is the packaging it's it's colorful it's amazing it screams 80s i mean it's only four little holographic stickers but yeah it, it it's all in conjunction you have to keep it all together that was my goal this year at retrocon was just to buy stickers and Came out of there surprisingly with, I don't know, probably two dozen different sets uh, in the package still, and and vintage stuff. So, you know, like mm. uh, I got some Return of the Jedi ones and A Team Knight Rider, some knockoff ET ones, the puffy ones. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I had them all, and I, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to kind of pass the love of stickers on to my kids too. Just uh, They'll have their homework out or something, and we've got a whole stash of just kind of random ones that we will pull out for Christmas or whatever, sending cards and stuff like that. And I'll pull a set out or something and start sticking them on their stuff, and they're like, "Stop it, stop it!" But then I see them, you know, <laughs> grab uh, grab some of their own and, and start doing some other things with them. I'm like, "Yes, okay, so they get it," you know. <laughs> it is kind of the universal language stickers, but. Anyway, well, I'm going to, uh, I guess we'll leave it at that then tonight. Uh, anybody listening wants to chime in and, uh, and show off your collection. Uh, I was so grateful that our buddy Pax, uh, <laughs> posted a album that he had acquired recently on Twitter. And that day I like my work stopped. <laughs> and once he started putting screenshots up there, I went, Oh, more, more. I want to see it. I want to see it more, 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 yeah, more, more. That was it. Treasure trove. <laughs> I was like, uh, he, he's all, uh, oh, I need to get some lunch. I'm like, no, you need to finish the, <laughs> finish the I was so excited. So yeah, if, if anybody listening has uh, an old sticker album, you want to show us, uh, on social media, we'll gladly oogle over it <laughs> and tell you everything you want need to know, but appreciate you guys coming on talking a little bit tonight, just with your collections and, I don't know. A sticker podcast. We did it. So <laughs> it had to happen. It had to happen. Okay. Well, uh, I'll put links up to uh, both of you guys on social media and your websites and everything in the show notes as well. I 
Ben and Sean, appreciate you coming on with me tonight. It was an honor. It was great. I love talking about this stuff with you guys. So, Anytime. All right. Well, we'll call that a podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening to TRN Talk on the Retro Network podcast channel. And we will catch you next time. Thank you.